There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can better connect with customers and keep them happy. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Good morning, everyone. It's Thursday, December 14th. I'm John Weigel here with Ben Berkeley, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. Loneliness and isolation can lead to many adverse effects on your health, but what's the answer to this issue? It's robots, of course. We'll talk about LEQ, a robot companion built by Intuition Robotics to help you with daily tasks and to maybe, just maybe, fix your loneliness. Before we break down all that though, let's be your helpful humanoid friends and give you some of the biggest headlines today across business and tech. Kicking us off with Netflix, their first engagement report ever revealed that its most watched show from January to June 2023 was The Night Agent Season 1. Netflix will now release this report every six months, and I'm excited to see how One Piece ranks in the next one that they release. Ben, is there anything from this report that you notice particularly? Yeah, I mean, for sure, one thing that we just have to talk about is after years of resisting putting out any sort of numbers from their shows, they just released this as an Excel doc. Like anytime someone just like gives you something like an official doesn't like an official report and it's just like, here's a Microsoft Excel file, enjoy. I just like, I love that. It just shows yeah. they didn't want to put the effort into doing anything bigger with it. And um, honestly, that's fine because we got everything we need to know, which uh, yep. for me was just like, I never finished The Night Agent and that was like, number one by a lot like it had a lead of about 400 million watch hours on wow. like a phenomenon like wednesday which like that's how huge it was and i'm a fan of like a good conspiracy thriller so i feel like we're gonna get a lot more greenlit now which is great that's that never finished night agent wasn't really for me congrats to everyone who just like got through it though apparently there's a lot of people I guess you should get back to it then, maybe. I, I actually never maybe. heard of the show before I saw this list. I, I saw it was the top and I immediately was like, I've never even, I thought it was, you know, international and not an American show because I had no idea that it ever existed. But now maybe I'll go check it out. Moving over to Japan, Japanese fashion retailer Uniqlo is set to open 20 new locations across the United States and Canada in 2024 with the goal of 200 North American stores by 2027. And it currently stands at 72 stores. I see these all over. I mean, maybe because I live in New York, they're legitimately everywhere. So I can't imagine there being even more of them. But I mean, maybe they're coming to some other places in the U.S. that they wouldn't typically be. So I don't know, Arkansas, Clima, the Climatech, yeah, in the, uh, great in those very notorious Little Rock, Arkansas winters. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Toasty. Yeah. Bring it on. Let's do it. <laughs> 
Next up, we're talking about Tesla. Tesla is recalling more than 2 million vehicles, nearly all of its United States cars, to update software and limit the use of the autopilot feature. The update will give Tesla drivers more reminder notifications when the auto steer function is turned on, ensuring their attention level. I thankfully haven't yet driven a Tesla, I'm actually set to drive a Tesla next week for the first time as I'm renting it, and maybe it's one of the cars that's recalled. So hopefully they just give me a RAV4 or something like that. Here's here's hoping. I, it's also like, it's really hard to call this good news for Tesla. Uh, recalling yeah. 2 million vehicles is a pretty brutal headline. However, it will distract from their like social media nightmare where I just continually see looping videos of like a cyber truck struggling to get up a hill. So now we'll just be talking about the recall rather than that. So yay, I guess, if you're a Tesla investor. Yeah, it's gotta be crazy to, I'm, I'm sure like some of our listeners drive Teslas and your car is probably getting recalled possibly. So maybe just look into that this week. Next up, the New York Times created a new newsroom position this week. It's the Editorial Director of Artificial Intelligence Initiatives. Fancy that. Zach Seward, founding editor of Quartz, will be the first to tackle how AI will play a role for the publication going forward. Next up, back to TikTok. TikTok just became the first non-game mobile app to generate $10 billion in consumer spending. The bulk of the spending comes from app users purchasing coins, which are used to buy gifts for creators on the app. This notoriously goes with the AI TikTok lives that we've been seeing across the board of creators or personalities going on there and asking for coins or bits or I guess little little cakes and fruits for doing various random prompted AI tasks at the camera. So not surprised that they've generated this money this year, but I'm sure a lot more will be generated as they've been investing so much. And lastly, IKEA has unleashed a Swedish meatball like no other. Their new turkey-sized Christmas meatball was unleashed on their UK Instagram account page. IKEA UK is giving away 30 of these gargantuan meatballs and 30 veggie ball Christmas trees, whatever those are, all to winners of its Instagram contest. If you want to be one of the lucky 60 recipients, go check that out, I guess. Ben, what, what is your opinion on the turkey-sized Swedish meatballs by Ikea? Well, it's, it's not good. I mean, I want to clarify, I love a good marketing stunt and like, you know, the, all the like Doritos liquor content that like from earlier this week, like anything I can find on that, I'm still like, give me more. Uh, why not? Let's do it. This one I just can't get on board with is something we were talking about prior to the show is like, how do you cook something like this all the way through? I I just feel like this is about the size of a basketball, it appears, or like somewhere yes. near there. What's the inside of that going to look like in reality? Like they, they keep saying, you know, you see this thing at first and like, oh, that's just like a funny little stunt. Then you actually think, oh, we're giving these meatballs to people. That's we are going to see the saddest cause of death ever, which is like trichinosis from eating the raw meat inside of a novelty Ikea meatball. And like, God rest their soul. I feel like they're going to look like those cross sections of the earth diagrams, like those 3D <laughs> ones where it's all like blue on the outside and it's just red and orange and yellow on the inside for the core. But I'm assuming that 
they will send just like regular IKEA meatballs. I'm assuming that they would cook these before sending them. So maybe you just got to heat them up. But like, it, but still, how are they going to cook them? Like, what are they going to do? Like IKEA, I, they got ovens, you know, but how many and how big? I, I'm hoping we get a follow up headline that IKEA has been secretly hiring away every scientist known to man. <laughs> and like they've just been trying to figure out how to cook this full basketball size meatball. Yes, I'm looking forward to be at the uh, booth at the next World's Fair, probably. I'll, I'll be there. I'm in. Okay, now on to our main story of the day. We talked about it a bit up top, but robots seem to be falling under the periphery as a cure for loneliness or a potential cure for loneliness in humans, in addition to being uh, helpers and reminders to us all in our daily lives. Ben, what's the story here about robots and loneliness? Well, let's start with loneliness, which is not as an exciting sentence to say, but we're <laughs> going to do it anyway. Let's keep in mind that in the U.S., more than half of adults report feeling isolated. They have their, their like this loneliness epidemic is very severe. It is a huge issue. There are a lot of different, you know, attempts at, at trying to put a dent in this. Like it's something that even has a major health impact. I think the latest estimate had said that loneliness itself costs Medicare, like through all this various, you know, kind of increased risk of heart disease and stroke and dementia, all these different things that it, that it does. It, it costs Medicare an estimated $6.7 billion a year. So this is a huge issue. It is a, it is, you know, something that we should continue to throw the kitchen sink at. In this story, the kitchen sink takes the form of a little companion robot that looks kind of Pixar-y. It's kind of got this like little light up head that swivels and talks. And there is a really interesting pilot program that has taken place in New York where the state's office for the aging partnered with this robotics company, Intuition, that you mentioned at the top of the show. And they were looking to give away 800 of these robots to seniors who are often kind of at the forefront of this loneliness epidemic. Would you guess that that went well, not so well? What's your, what's your gut? Honestly, my gut would be that it went pretty well. I actually did some reading on this quite a while ago. There's a book called Alone Together. It's believe I believe the author is Sherry Turkle. And they actually, there's a section in that book where they give seniors a pet robot, but it's more so kind of on the lines of a, like a pet, like an, like a little seal or a very, very small animal. That's also a robot for companionship. And it seemed to prove very well for them health wise and kept them happy, kept them healthy and kept them feeling good. So I, my initial reaction to this is actually quite positive, surprisingly. I mean, I think on the surface, very correct, you know, from this New York state initiative, the study that came out after showed about 96% of the seniors who were were said it was helpful at reducing their loneliness. Then it falls off a little bit of a cliff when you really dig into this a little bit more. Having a companionate relationship with LEQ, for one, they like set out to have like 800 devices. They still have about 150 of them available. So even just getting people to adopt this test seems like it's a little bit of a challenge. And then despite kind of giving it, you know, an overall passing score on its helpfulness, there are a lot of complaints. 
I think there were some seniors who were saying it was LEQ is rude, thought it was too intrusive, felt that they'd become too dependent on it. You oh. know, and this is, which is, which actually makes a lot of sense when a lot of the function of this is providing reminders and, you know, can kind of be this, be, you know, your way of like connecting to a phone call with your family is going to be LEQ's going to say, let's do this thing. Like th that's, there is a lot of, you know, behavior that it becomes, you become reliant on this thing after long to do. There was one person who also said that they were so annoyed by LEQ that they were considering attacking it with an ax. So, <laughs> uh, again, it went overall well, and it does have a lot of signals that it could really work well. I think it's just something that will need to be refined a lot and ideally just like kept away from ax-wielding seniors. Yes. All right. That is going to do it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We are a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupriano, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email. We will see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>